Here we go. Pete, are you ready? Stop pouring your beer. You've had enough alcohol for one year. Well, that's a lie. Could you go sober for a year, do you think? Why would I want to? Well, could you think you could? Yeah. No, you could. Not a chance. Yes, I could. No, 100%. Not a chance. Well, of course I could. You love your evening beer. And and I also love the, the lunchtime and morning ones as well, but I don't understand what the, what the point you're trying to make is. I could if I if I needed to. Do you have a beer in the bath? Uh, no, I, I tend to have wine in the bath. You have wine in the bath? Yeah, it just it just feels a little bit more sophisticated. Whilst your bollocks are floating at the top. Yeah, I mean, we did discuss this the other day. I like the fact that you're trying to now steal my jokes. Um, however, yes, I have got to the age now where my bollocks are stag- uh, sagging basically, which effectively means that my cock looks like it's on a little bollock life raft. Welcome to Staying Relevant, the podcast of Sam Thompson and Peter Philip James Wicks. Um, there is no Philip in my name. Yeah, we call you Phil now. We don't. Yeah, we, we do. do. Us, the listener, call you Phil. You're not the listener, you're the host. <laughs> Just, I think that might be where we've been going wrong in the previous episodes, uh, especially... Especially the Tom Grennan one. I like that. Let's just, do you know what? Do you know what? Let's just get that. Let's have this right. Okay, let's let's get this out of the way. Yeah, it yeah. Let, let's God No, it wasn't. Let's have it out. Pete thinks that the Tom Grennan episode, the one we've just filmed last week, was wasn't up to scratch, and he feels that we've let down Tom, which I completely disagree. I think we smashed it, and actually, it was one of the best interviews he's ever done. Right. Okay, I'll tell you why it wasn't. We wasted a fabulous guest. Tom Grennan's amazing. Perfect person to have on. Had some great stories, but we didn't get to hear many of them because we heard yours. <laughs> what do you mean? It was like um, it was like interviewing someone who brought their brother along who just wanted to be involved. But th- No, no, it wasn't. I think we had a really nice trifecta of bro. I don't think we did at all. I, I feel I, like we were all brothers. I think that um, all you did was talk over him. I think all you did was tell us your stories, which we have heard a million times before, to the point where it actually sounded like Tom was just a listener on the podcast. <laughs> it was like he was at home going, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, did you hear what Sam's done? Yeah, yeah, that's no, good. Um, I thought the content was great. And that made me quite angry, which meant that I just reverted into, I'm down at the pub, pissed, and just swore at everyone and everything nonstop. If I don't so mind you swearing. To, well, I'm going to try not to swear today. No, but that's not you. Well, I've been told uh, that I need to not swear, so I'm going to try not to swear. Um, so I'm going to try not to swear. You're going to try not to talk over, um, well, only me, because there's no one else here, because after Tom Grennan's, it's unlikely we're going to get a guest ever again. I mean, the fact that we were struggling so hard to get a guest in the first place, when they listen to that, the maybes will soon be no's. The oranges will be red. The oranges will be red. Well, I fundamentally disagree. I think we had a really good time and I think Tom really enjoyed himself and I feel like we're brothers for life. Yeah, I have actually. I slid into his DMs. Oh, you slid into his? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Have you you spoken to him? Yeah, yeah. He's messaged me a few times, yeah. What did he say? Well, he was in Australia um, after he left here so he just told me how good Australia was and then saying that we need to go for a beer when we're back. Yeah! Come on! Yeah. yeah, me and Tom. Oh, when you say we, you mean you. Yes, yeah, sorry, you're not. Oh, right. No, I think it's just basically he just wanted to sort of um, speak. So I, I don't. I think that's probably why you're not invited. I really enjoyed it. I think we had a really good time. Well, no, you enjoyed it. Of course you enjoyed yeah, it. We I, could tell you enjoyed it. I like the chaos. I think it was nice. I think it was, it was, it was almost, it was cute. No, it wasn't. Say. It was the podcast equivalent of a fucking car crash. That's what it was. We're still learning, Tom. Please don't hate us. He doesn't hate us. Just you. Oh, no. I think we should discuss this guest situation in a little bit more detail. Oh, God. Okay. Because originally, 
when we had this kind of idea, we were going to get loads of guests on uh, and we were going to be talking to them all about, you know, what they they've done in their careers to stay relevant. Um, and unfortunately, we've struggled to get guests, haven't we? Yes. Um, and the one guest that we do have, I mean, you farted. Um, oh, yeah. Shit, for I him. farted. Uh, you spoke over him. I swore at him nonstop. Um, and we fucked it. <laughs> I, so, no, no, that is debatable. But yeah, carry on. So, um, you, you know, we've tried to add even more names to the list of guests that we'd like to get on. I think last week I added, you know, 15 to 20 names. So we've had another response. Have we? We have. Yes. Um, I mean, it's been a number of response, but this is my favourite one. Tell me. Because this is probably one of my idols of TV. Oh, I know who it is. I know exactly who it is. Barry EastEnders. No, it's not. Sean Williamson, that's his name. Yeah. Um, He is now singing. Um, he does a lot of uh, sort of singing in Butlins and places like that. Okay. Uh, it does a great version of um, uh, Labby Sifri's song. You are so beautiful. No, that's not Labby Sifri. No. Shoot. Um, Who's your favourite? We got Fuck off. Shut up. Yeah, he said no. Up. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, um, hi, same uh. relevant team. I have a long list of podcast requests to put to him. Thanks for this one. We'll add it on. <laughs> Let you know if there's any interest. All the best. Now, I imagine a lot of people want on the podcast. Yeah. What do you think is going to make him, when he looks down the list of people that requested him, think, I want to do Staying Relevant with Sam and Pete? Well, I think he's going to listen to our Tom Grennan interview and go, holy shit, that, was, that sounded like a ball of energy. I want some of that charisma in my life. And you know what? I'm going to tell people what I've been up to. He likes to jiggle jiggle. You know when he did that jiggle jiggle song? I do. Yeah. And the girls that we did that with have actually done that with... Yeah. So we've got an in. Right, okay. The problem is that the girls have blocked us after that day because you were... No, 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 no. So me and Pete, a uh, bit of context, me and Pete did a TikTok dance with um, some young, I think they're like 18 TikTok dancers. They're, they're huge on, the, on, the, on that platform. So anyway, we get these girls round to my house and uh, it's all quite nice and, you know, they're very shy, they're young. He scares the living shit out of one of them. Do you want the truth? No, yeah, I, I know the truth. We've got it on video. Yeah, we have got you it on video. You start shouting. I'll tell you what. We... And she covers her ears, right? She covers her ears and screams. Yeah. I'll tell you what we, was cut out of that video because obviously you are in charge of editing a lot of the videos, which means that they're always weighted to make me look bad. But the bit cut out was the creepy comments that you continually kept making. Like what? Haven't you got lovely eyes? She had. She did have lovely eyes. No, not even taking that back. I mean, lovely eyes. The awkwardness um, that was that was apparent. And listen, I understand that you were doing it to make them feel more comfortable, but you came across a little bit um, predatory. No, no, because I am a nice guy. I'm the guy that when they say when you go, oh, you've got lovely eyes, they go. That is so nice. Thank you so much. There's no, no there's no overtly sexual innuendo to it. It's just a guy being sweet. When you say it, it's no, literally like, oh, But God. I don't say it. That's the difference because I'm busy trying to learn the, the dance. The, the the bit that you started saying, do you not get high in there? You can take it off. That no, sort of I, thing. I never, as if I never said that. You did I because never... they were wearing hoodies and it was in summer. And even then, and they went, oh, no, we're right. And I went, well, that was awkward, wasn't it? And they went, mm. <laughs> If it, I did. I'm just saying, Sam, all right? So if we're going to start blaming people, <laughs> but like just... I say, so I just want to point out as well, so when you do watch videos of Sam and I, and it's always weighted towards me being a complete and utter prick, Sam's cut all the bits out that make him look bad. <laughs> there is an awful lot there, though. If we could one day do a behind the scenes, and I know you take the piss that there might be a Netflix documentary about me coming soon, Pete Wick's the monster inside, <laughs> but I think 
the man behind the nice guy, Sam Thompson, could be a, a, the man another, behind the teeth. The ma- yeah, the man behind the teeth. Yeah, I was just trying to be nice though. I want yes. to get that out. No, no, yeah, yeah, yes. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to see what was underneath the hoodie. Yeah, I was just saying. I do think the um, the little bum slaps were a little bit too. I don't, far. don't, because people are going to believe that now, and you're going to say no. You're going to say things. No, 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 oh, no, no. no. Okay, okay, so we do it to me, but we can't do it to you. But it's because that's not true. I'll, I'll, I'm just saying we can do it to me, but not to you. I mean, it's okay. Do you feel awkward now? Look how. Awkward. No, now, because you're lying. Because I'm really glad that the videos can oh. see this. Because oh yeah, two fingers up in the eye. It's because people are going to believe that now. I'm going to go home and DM one of those girls. I mean, like, don't I'm, start all that, mate. I'm because... so sorry. Yeah. Uh, how much will it take for you never to mention that? Yeah. <laughs> your eyes are shit. I yeah. hate your eyes. Out of court settlement. Um, oh no. Anyway, let's move on, shall we? Well, Pete, what have you done this week to stay relevant? There's this wonderful event every year I go to. Oh, Dogs Trust Award. Done. Pow. No, it's not. I do go to that every year, and it's not called Dogs Trust Awards. It's called the People's Pet Awards. People's Choice Awards. Uh, no, it's, no. Uh, again, it's, uh... it's almost like Tom Grennan's here, because you're just talking <laughs> over people. No, it's called the People's Pet Awards. No, every year, there's a, and it's a, honestly, it's one of the most magical nights, genuinely. It's Pride of Britain. Great night. Really, really good night. Um, you get to meet some amazing people, really inspirational mm. stories of people who deserve the credit that they don't normally get. So I go every every year. Um, Sam, you ever been? No. No, never been. Um, however, I get a phone call from Sam this week um, after his BAFTA performance on the red carpet saying, oh, been asked to work at the Pride of Britain. What are you doing at the Pride of Britain? Hosting the red carpet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you've never been? Nope. Nope. So I um, have been trying to do that for years. <laughs> About eight years now. I, um, I'm, I'm always there. I'm always very, you know, involved in it because I'd love to be involved in something as credible and amazing as that and, and, and you know, be part of that. Um, Sam, just, yeah, pride of Britain, I'm saying, yeah. I think I'll do something on a red carpet. It's because Sam's now involved in this radio lark. Um, you know, when when everyone's off sick, which seems to happen a lot, which, which I, I seem to think that they're just shoehorning him in with Fleur East. Um, because you're doing a, a fabulous job, Fleur. Um, and uh, so now Sam's involved in that hierarchy of presenters. That's what I'd like to say is, is the hierarchy of presenters. And so my statement at the moment is the fact that I realise that actually um, at some point soon, Sam's probably going to leave this podcast because he's... <laughs> Because he's too big for it. You are just a stepping stone, Pete, I... on the way to superstar. No, I would never. I can't even finish that sentence because I, genuinely, if I ever got offered anything of note, I wouldn't. I would just have. You'd have to be there. Um, you'd well, have to I be will there. be there because actually, as it turns out now, the guy that I host a podcast with and work with on a regular occasion will be interviewing me. <laughs> Don't don't swear. But what I will do is probably make it the hardest interview of your life. No, don't do it. Don't do that. Don't be. You know one of, one of them ones where you watch someone interview people oh, and they go, "So, you know, how are you? Good." No, 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 no. Don't do that. Well, no, because we need to test your skills, don't we? <laughs> so, do you, you know, what's your favourite kind of story of the night? They're all good. <laughs> no, don't be that guy. Actually, so my staying relevant story actually ties into that. Everyone knows what you've done because you plastered it all over Instagram. No, it's not that. Um, I didn't. I was busy, unfortunately. No, you said you were going to come and then you never turned up. Yeah. It's because Peter slept with half the room. I was busy. No, it's not. It's because there are at least three girls in there that you didn't want to see. Yes. There were a lot of people there. <laughs> a lot of there people were there. a lot of people there. Um, Do you know what I've realised as well about those places? Everyone looks the fucking same. 
apart from you. Right. You well, so I was the only guy there. Because I'd, and I, I knew what you were going to wear as well. If you could have asked me what you were going to wear, <laughs> I would have said the dirty, washed out black chinos that he's had <laughs> for about five years. Did you wear them? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and some sort of merino knitwear. Yeah, I did. Knitwear. Exactly knitwear was on. Yeah. Knitwear was... Do you know why now, I wore I, that? What I didn't see um, uh, was I didn't see the footwear choice. But I'm going to say it's the Russell and Bromley Chelsea boots um, that were tan at one point yeah. and have now... It, it, I'll tell you how bad they are. Sam and Zara actually had um, a suitcase stolen, right, from, from outside their house oh, about 18 months ago. And they took most of the good stuff out and left the boots but yeah. Sam's, Sam was so happy about this he's had them I would say five years no seven seven, seven years. years yeah yeah they're still my go-to's and honestly update that shit man. no absolutely not they're my go-to's love them but they are absolutely but there, fucked but there was so, there was a reason Your behind boots, the outfit in fact the, the boots and the suede look the same as my skin in that fucking caricature <laughs> There was a reason behind the outfit, though, but behind the knitwear, the chinos and the shoes. Yeah, it's your go-to. Well, no, it was also because, like, I, I was aware that we were going into the lion's den of influencers, right? Everyone was going to be wearing all the sort of, like, you know, the fake eyelashes and the, and the, and the, and the fake tan and all this kind of stuff, right? And I was like, okay, I'm going to just, like, I'm going to wear a little bit of me, you know? I'm not going to conform. To influence the style. But that isn't a little bit of you, because if you want a little bit of you, and this is what I mean, this is sometimes what makes me laugh about you, Sam, is you're full of shit. Because that isn't a bit of you, because if it had been a bit of you, you would have worn a pair of stained uh, <laughs> shorts, basketball shorts, with um, some dirty socks and Crocs. Another um, Croc. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and probably that black essentials hoodie that has actually turned, it's, I mean, it's basically tie-dye now because there's some sort of bleach all over it. That would have been if you'd gone as a bit of you. But <laughs> yeah. actually what you didn't do, you thought, well, I'll go sort of semi-smart. Yeah, it's because you know? I was smart casual. Like, yeah. well, I don't know what people are wearing nowadays. But the problem is you haven't shopped for anything smart casual for about seven years. I don't like shopping. We've been shopping. No, no. That was so fun. It was it was awful when we went shopping. That's about three years ago. Now. About, yeah, and we will never go again. No, don't say that. We will never go again because everything I picked up, Sam, do you like that? And I went, yeah. So we bought it. But that's and the point. No, I liked it for me. <laughs> yeah, but then that Not means it would look good on me. Why? Because we're so similar. No, because we like the same shit, and we're brothers. And we, what you wear, I wear. No, we don't. Pete bought me a pair. No, not bought me. Told me to buy, buy a pair of YSL Yves Saint Laurent jeans, and they're fucking flares. And I haven't worn them since. They're not. Flares. They were three hundred pounds. Sorry, I, and I, just, I haven't worn them once. They're not flares. All right, they just weren't a fucking skin tight jegging that you like to wear. Jegging. All right, um, and the boots you've not worn. They were an update. They hurt because you have to wear them in. Yeah, but I don't understand. How can you wear in something when it hurts instantly, mate? It's really, really simple. You just have to wear them in short, sharp bursts until your foot gets used to it and it moulds the leather around it. Anyway, that <laughs> short, sharp burst. It's pathetic. So anyway, so Sam ended up spending about fifteen hundred pounds that day. He's never worn any of it. Just never worn any of it. None <laughs> of it. Sat in my wardrobe. Nothing. So for for the radio show that I'm on, I interviewed. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis. She is, you know, Jamie. So she basically, have you ever heard of the Halloween films? So, so Halloween, the franchise, the guy with wears the mask and walks around fucking stabbing people. 
You've never watched Halloween? Oh my God. So anyway, basically, I'm interviewing Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm about to go in. She's in my studio. And, uh, Sorry, it's your, your studio? What, yeah. So, one that your daddy built you? Or? No, in the, oh. ra- no it's in, in the radio centre. Oh, so it's in the radio it's studio. It's in the radio centre. Yeah. She's in the studio. She's getting interviewed in the studio that I normally work in, right? And then they go, Sam, you're up. <laughs> I was like, oh no. So I walked in with my little notes and I was like, and she had written, I'd done a bit of research, Pete, and she had written on her Twitter like a couple of days prior and she was like, I don't understand why people pre-drink anymore because like, isn't the party enough? Why do you have to pre-drink or then like go to an She says like a barrel of laughs. Well, anyway, anyway, I started my interview trying to sort of break the ice and was like, hey, do you know what? I'm going to tell you why we pre-drink actually. Uh, Reason being is because it's it's cheaper and also because mm. it is something you worry about in these three million pound house that you live in. So anyway, I go it's cheaper and the and the and the club when you, when you get to the club, let's be honest, like you lose people, like you know it's not as fun. The pre drinks is normally the most fun. Anyway, I say all of that stuff and she turns around to me and she goes, "Yeah, it's all well and good, but I'm I'm sober." And like looked me dead in the eye without any sort of like it was she just stopped and I was like, "Oh my god, I don't know what I'm gonna say." And so I went. So am I. I knew it. I knew you'd do that. I, I literally, I could have pre-told everyone that that's exactly what you were going to do. She went, I'm sober. And I went, same. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're that guy. Yeah, no, listen, the reason we pre-drink is because it's cheaper and you want to get, you know, the, the, the drinks back. I'm sober. Me too. Never pre-drink. <laughs> Never done it in my life. Never. I don't understand. She goes, she goes, well, it, her whole demeanor changed. She went, she's like, oh my God, you're sober. And I went, yes, I digging this hole and I was like oh my god what am I going to do so you lied and she goes she goes oh my god that like means so much like why why are you so and I went because my girlfriend doesn't drink so I don't want to either <laughs> it's a complete lie and then she goes well, of course it is the whole thing's a lie I'm surprised she, you didn't go because I've got a mate who's a drunk and, and it's put she, me off drinking and then, well that would be more true and then she goes and then she goes how long have you been sober for and I went ten, three or four minutes I went, ten years <laughs> You said you'd not drunk for 10 years. <laughs> and she looked at me and went, do you know what? And I went, oh my God, what? And she goes, you are the nicest boy I've ever met. And I was like, oh no, the liars are consuming me. And we had the best interview ever, but it was so bad. Yeah, but it was false because you yeah. lied to... She even gave me her ring. She went, you need to propose to your girlfriend right now. Use my ring. Here you go. It's for all sober people out there. And I went, yes, for all sober people. <laughs> What else can I do? Jamie Lee Curtis, mate. You can't, like... Firstly, I don't know who the fuck that is. I mean, listen... Big TV star. Hold on, hold on. Let's just point out, if it was big, big, big... I mean, this is someone that's just done a series of films that no one's ever heard of. But if it was like Denzel Washington, you'd semi-understand it. So you've got your first hint of Hollywood and just become a completely different person. Yeah, yeah. Sober 10 years, mate. I've now got to hold that. For a while. But if she looks on your Instagram... If she you got, won't. If you got on so well and you're the nicest guy she's ever met and now me and Jamie and Lee Curtis are friends, she's going to look on your Instagram and watch you absolutely fucked on your birthday. Well, I mean, look, look, I lied for the greater good because we got a really good interview out of it, to be fair. so Yeah, yeah. on false pretenses, yeah. Yeah. I actually also had a bit of a staying relevant moment yesterday. Um, I had a meeting with... And they always beat this out. I had a meeting with... <laughs> to do with this voiceover thing, right? And... um. <laughs> And I'm having this meeting and she's only got a short amount of time to be there, right? <laughs> the meeting's going well at the start. And then I go, do you know what? I just loved the edit of, um, we were talking about you actually. And I was like, I love the edit of, of SAS Who Dares Wins. Why would you talk about a Channel 4 show to 
I don't know. I panicked. And then I started going, you know, it was so funny because it cut like the cut between Pete in the in the in the chat before I'm being like, I would never punch a girl. I'd never hit a girl. And then it jump cuts to Pete battering a girl and then doing a sucker punch when she turns around. I realized that she'd never watched it. And I was laughing. She was like, why are you laughing about Pete punching a girl? So and she got so, up and left. So I just want to confirm then. So actually what you did was you went to uh, a meeting with uh, one of the biggest commissioners there and told her that I beat up women. <laughs> yeah, mate. And then she got up and left. And I was like, no, don't go. Right. I mean, listen, yeah. I'm all for people doing well, but when you have to fucking slag off all your mates just to get fucking jobs and make sure no one ever works with them again because they think you're a fucking woman abuser. People are now calling me Trevor from EastEnders. <laughs> Who's that? So excellent. So your stories are completely changed um, for someone Hollywood and then slagged all your mates off to get a job. So your story is great. Um, this is actually a perfect example of staying relevant because it's someone that will do anything to be famous oh, and get on. there. And that's you. It's what weird that done? because um, then yesterday afternoon, I also had a job pro got cancelled, which is very strange. I'm not entirely sure why. I wasn't entirely sure what had happened, but they just said um, uh, extenuating circumstances have arisen that we, you know, we, we can't move forward with this job. Um, it, I didn't realise it was because evidently I think I kicked the shit out of women all over the place. But moving on. You did suck a puncher there. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I did. I did, to be fair. I did. However, you actually dressed a bit like a DS today. Lovely lady, though. Me and Jen Ellison, very good friends. Um, I, I do love Jen, actually. She's one of my favourite people, in it. So, sidebar of shame, this is always my, my favourite part of this podcast because um, it's just full of wallies, isn't it? Really? I love it. I um, love it. I mean, you are part of the sidebar of shame. I live and breathe it. Well, of course you are because you went to an event for absolutely no reason other than the fact that you just wanted to be around a load of people on Love Island. Yeah, I did. So when we talk about people that go to the opening of an envelope, you have turned into that person this week. I'm the envelope, mate, and I loved it. Dude, do, can I tell you something? Davide smelt so good, mm. I cannot tell you. Yeah. He smelt unbelievable. Of what? Well, I don't know. He didn't tell me what it was, but it was fucking great. And he had doused himself in it. Right. I couldn't stop smelling him. It was a bit weird. We gave him flowers and a card. Yeah, it was so cute. So I was just like, well done. I'm so happy for you. And, and, then, and then I gave her the flowers. And they actually, as we walked in, they tried to take the flowers. And I was like, no, 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 no. I want to give them to her, please. And so we, I gave them to her in the flesh. So my sidebar of shame, this is a big one. Big story here. Pete, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Close coincidence. Love Island fans spot bitter feud between Gemma Owen and Tasha Guri as model makes very pointed statement. Go on, what happened then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, basically, Love Island fans are convinced they've spotted a bitter feud between Gemma Owen and Tasha from Love Island. When we do this sidebar of shame, are all of yours going to be Love Island yeah, related? Yeah, 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 I love it. I'm okay. here for it. Excellent. So uh, we should just call it the Love Island bar of shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you know why? Because of a blazer. Right. Because of a blazer. And uh, and eagle-eyed fashion lovers spotted the design of one item. So so basically, Pretty Little Thing have strongly denied claims that they, they've copied the style from a smaller designer. Tasha post a snap of herself wearing that exact design so her basically her followers like are you digging out Gemma what I find funny about this is that the followers are believing that uh, Gemma what's the other bird called Tasha Gemma and um, Tasha have designed any of these clothes themselves do you not think they have Gemma definitely when they do the PLT edit they must do no it's an edit what does that mean? Okay, so that means the clothes are already there and they pick the ones that they like. Shut up. They're already made. Unless you are the bird that's up the duff now. Molly May. Right. Um, oh, or the duff. Or Congratulations, you... by the way, Molly May. Yeah, lovely. 
Um, My or, God, have they done well with their video? Did you watch the video? God, it made me cry. Right. So, oh yeah, I know because it, obviously the first thing you thought of that was, um, I know I can make a video did out you, of it. Did you not get emotional when you watched video. their video? I haven't watched it. I don't follow any of them people. Oh my God, can so, I show you? No, Sam. So when you do an edit with like a clothing company, <laughs> oh my God. Um, that basically means you've just picked out from the range the different bits <laughs> that you semi-think are all right. She's not designed, neither of them designed any of that. The clothes would have already been there for them to go, I like that, I like that, I like that. So actually, the feud is completely nothing to do with them. They probably just like the same thing, which actually should make them closer. So actually, it's just people picking out what they like. I thought they like went to the drawing board. No, stuff. that's if you if you design a range, oh. then that's completely different. If you have an edit with something, it means that you have edited what it is already there. So you've gone, I like that, I like that, I like that. So call that the Gemma... What, what, um, Gemma Owen. Oh, Gemma Owen range. Yeah. Whereas if she's actually sat there, because to actually design a range, you have to do it a season or two in front. So that would mean that she would have had to done it before because you wouldn't be able to design a range, get it made and ready for that season. So what does Molly May do as creative director at PLT? So she probably will be involved in, well, she definitely will be involved in all the designing of all the ranges, but they'll be working on, for example, we're coming into winter, but they'll be designing for spring, summer and summer. Ah. So she'll be doing the designing for that now because they would have done the autumn, winter back in spring, summer. So you design for seasons ahead. Right. So these people coming off Love Island going, you know, I've designed this and I've done, you ain't done dick <laughs> because the lead times on that take so long. So they would have already been there and you'd have gone, yeah, no, I like that. Yeah, is that great? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, that's basically what they've done. So all they've actually done is like the same thing so actually that should make them closer well, yeah but I don't like that I like the feuds mate I like the feuds yeah but they're all made up oh, oh no oh, oh. what about this one Paige and Adam Collard do you think that was legit you know you're the you're the, the reality TV connoisseur mate yeah, I mean, I've never seen any of these shows, um, so that's a completely weighted and bullshit. All right, let me question. give you a little bit of backstory. So Adam Collard, right, he comes back onto Love Island to huge acclaim. Everyone's like, yes, okay, we're going to... Because on the first when in the first time he was on Love Island, he was like a, an absolute, like, just weapon. He'd go around and just, like, breeze through every single couple there. And he was, like, very good TV. So everyone's like, yes, he's going to come back. He's going to be amazing. But he came back as, like, this reformed guy, basically. And he, ba he he was like, no, I'm like this new guy. I really like Paige. Like, let's be boyfriend and girlfriend. Like, I'm older, wiser, more mature. And I think he's like, I, I think he kind of came back and was trying to be like, sort of reinvent himself almost, right? Do we think that in that villa, not that you care, but do you think that, that was legit? No. There you go. You had it first, Pete Wicks. No, I don't think anyone. I don't think any one of these videos is, is legit. No one's doing it actually to 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 um, you know find someone like like um, uh, Alex and Olivia Bowen uh, who actually did find each other and, and had a kid and do all that sort of stuff. Molly May and Tommy. They got yeah them people. They've got lucky and, and actually potentially found someone, but they, they I can guarantee. I mean, Molly May was an influencer before she went in there, mm. so she was just doing that to boost her mm. fucking Instagram and all the rest of it, which is fair, which is fine. But you'd rather people just go and say that. Uh, Collard, who I go and pretend to be a nice guy because I'm a little bit too old to be that guy. Yeah. Um, oh, he thinks an age thing, so he's like, I can't now be well, the. I don't, know, I don't know how old he is, but that's that's kind of a way I see dating shows that I do now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's probably done his little gym thing. She's she's you know. She's so like a business transaction. Well, she, yeah, she. She's done herself well, hasn't she? Um, yeah, yeah. It works for both of them. Yeah, exactly. They probably had an agreement. They've probably had an agreement. Don't get me wrong. They probably had a little bit of fingering and light sex in between <laughs> just to fucking make the deal a lot sweeter. But at the end of the day, it was a fucking business decision probably on both parts. I love that. That's such an insight. I didn't even think of that. 
it's very rare that the, anyone goes on these these shows and actually meets someone that that you can consider a, a lifelong partner. And it has happened. Don't get me wrong; it has happened um, a few times where you actually believe a genuine couple. But the majority of time, and the majority of couples that you see on Instagram pretending to be fucking great are full of shit. Because if you actually and listen, I'm not a grass. So I'm not going to start digging people out. Um, however, I am a grass. So if I know who Pete's talking about, I'm going to tell you. Um, however, you know, there's a lot of couples that, that do things behind closed doors that everyone knows about that people don't talk about that are not what couples should be doing. However, As if, what are you saying right however, now? However, if you see them on Instagram, you would think, oh my God, they just want to be, they are couple goals. No. And what, they don't even like each other? No, a lot of them don't like each other. And a lot of people, are, they're doing things that they shouldn't be doing. Do I know who they are? I'm sure there's people that you know. Wow, this is amazing. It's quite funny. So the point of this is don't believe everything you see on Instagram. Not everything is great. Not everything is 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 the way you think it is, and not everything's a fucking fairy tale. Oh god, that's that's coming from man. God, you I tell you what, you really right now are matching that fucking caricature of yourself. (laughs) That was the most cynical thing I've ever heard in my entire life. It's it's fucking true though. It is fucking that is true. So good. Um, That's my sci-fi shame. That's what I have to okay. offer you. Well, um, how about we go into some of the shows that are gearing up at the minute? Yes, I love it. First one, Strictly. Yes. The point being um, is the renowned Strictly curse. Ah, oh, the Strictly curse. Do you believe in it? Yes, I do. So, because I, I was actually speaking to Zara the other day, and she would love to do Strictly. <laughs> Specifically, she told me that. You know that. So what I want to get is just an insight into how you would feel about Zara doing Strictly uh, because of the Strictly curse, because it is well known. And if you don't know what the Strictly curse is, it basically means that everyone's wife or husband that goes on it fucks their dance partner or someone within that area. And a lot of marriages have failed and, and a lot of relationships have fallen down because of the Strictly curse. So... Zara, we love Zara. I love Zara. Yeah. Zara is a great person. You evidently love Zara. How would you feel about her doing Strictly? I'd love it. I'd absolutely love it. Mate, talk about staying relevant. Get me in that studio now with a banner. Yeah. With See, a banner. And this is another... I would actually get invited, Pete. This is an... You can get invited anyway. No, you can't. How are you going to get there? I've been asked to go to Strictly. Have you? Yes. No way. Shut up. Anyway... God, you're so easily pleased. Just another point. You're really letting yourself down today. Why? Because that's another thing. How would you feel? I've just asked you how you would feel about the Strictly Curse and Zara doing it. And you went with, it would be great staying relevant. Imagine the career move for us. No, not like that. As Mate, in that's the... the third thing today of your desperation to just be fucking famous. I just want to be invited to the, I want to be invited to the Forget studio. Forget that. The, the fact is, the Strictly Curse, which was the point of this, is how would you feel about it? Would it make you feel uncomfortable? Because I know a lot of people say they don't and all the rest of it. Uh, and listen, I'm not saying Zara would be doing anything or whatever else. However, it, it's got to be a worry in the back of your head, surely. No. And vice versa, if you did it for her, you know, it's not just the, the, the women, that, that it's the guys as well. No, because I, I think that it's a bit different nowadays because it's like everyone knows it's a strictly cursed. Do you know what I mean? So it's like... But it's that all... almost makes it more of a thing. Do you think? Yeah, because then everyone looks into everything you do and then sometimes when you accuse people of things yeah. so much, they end up just doing it anyway. Yeah, that does actually law of attraction, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so it yeah. actually, it's almost made it worse, I think. Yeah, but I don't care. I just think it'd be really cool. No, I, I wouldn't want her to do anything, obviously. She wouldn't do anything. I know no, she no, wouldn't No, 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 no. I'm not saying that she would, but yeah. I'm just saying it's one of them things where anyone that was doing it 
they must because that's the first thing that gets asked. Well, I suppose you just got to sort of bring a banner. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no, <laughs> what can you do? Like, you just turn up and you just sort of you just be as supportive you can and just fucking cross your fingers and toes that the, whatever Italian stallion they're mounting every week just isn't isn't. Hopefully, he's gay. That is the <laughs> exact response that someone needs to say in an interview because when people get that's exactly what I was looking for there Samuel well done because generally when you see the partners of people whether their husband or wife are in there and they go it's strictly curse you are and they go oh not at all no it never happened cut to three months later can't believe they fucked him <laughs> so actually just, just fucking hope for the best there we go that's what we want and just sort of but the, do you know what it is it's the close proximity of bodies and, that, and listen like, it's the yeah. I, I, I imagine it's a very sexual thing it's the energy right like I even I was talking to Fleur about it and she was just like she's like you spend all of your time with this person and like you know when you spend that amount of time with anybody you know you get you get to know the personal side of people and then because your bodies are thrust up together and and, and, and like and, and, and you know then that energy is like so not only are you getting to know each other on a really personal level but then like the energy's there and you're sort of you know you're you're yeah you know, then you're bumping sheets. Uh, I mean, yeah. What would you do? What would you do if your missus, if you got, God forbid, you ever got a missus? Yeah, I mean, if I what, and she did strictly. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd probably fuck someone anyway, just in case, and have it as backup. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most toxic thing you could ever do. But it's, I bet, so many people would. Um, no, I'm joking. Just um, to have it in the back pocket, be like, well, I did it first. Yeah, no, 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 I'm joking. I, I, same as you, to be honest. You just got, you've just got to hope that it don't happen. But I'm imagine it puts loads of pressure on anyway like any couple's doing it because people will just talk about oh that. yeah yeah and then in the I mean? press it's yeah, like oh my god it's not even just in the press it's imagine like you know you go out with your mates even like i've just done it there and go oh yeah strictly curse it the, the constant mm. it would it, it would play in your head no matter any couple that does mm. or, or where one of them does it now you can guarantee everyone's gonna go strictly curse yeah do you know what i mean and it must it must just make things really awkward so actually i, I feel quite bad for anyone that's in a couple they should just make it single strictly no, because it's not as fun, because it's quite fun knowing that it could happen. Yeah, no, I love reading yeah, about so it. So do I, I love it. Honestly, I, I, I love I, it. I like reading about it. I've never actually watched Strictly. Would you do it? Oh, itchy arse No, it's... <laughs> Didn't wipe properly this morning. No, I've got, I've got, I've got hemorrhoids. I think it might be a good place to stop today's podcast. Actually. No, no, we can't we, finish it on that. I'll be honest with you, we no, are... No, we can't finish it on that. We are pretty much there, so... No. On, no, that no, note, no. on that note, guys, no. um, thank you for listening to Staying Relevant with um, myself and Sam. If you have enjoyed listening <laughs> Was to... Was that too much? It, very much so too much. Um, if you have enjoyed listening today, then please subscribe. That would be fabulous. Rate five stars and leave a review. You can follow us on all socials, which is Staying Relevant Podcast on Instagram and then Sam's uh, Instagram and my Instagram. If you don't already follow us, please do. Yeah, yeah. Don't give us one star. We know where you live. Um, we, we, we don't know where you live. We um, could know where you live, possibly. Uh, we are going to keep trying to get some guests for you, so you don't have to just listen to us waffle on. Um, but in the meantime, if you could just part with us, that would be fucking great. So, see you all next time. Sam is off to uh, wipe his bleeding, piley arsehole. Yeah, we can't finish it like that. I think we can. Uh, love and hugs. Love, hugs and piles. Tell her. How's your bum? Fine. <laughs> Why I got myself a Japanese loo. I know it's just you and I here, but you know other people will listen to this. You do understand how this works. You sure? Insanity Group.